Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Thank you again for sharing your time with me today, no matter where you're listening, and for always, you know, connecting with me and telling me what you think of the show. I think that's so helpful when it comes to a type of guests I want to have on and just the topics we talk about. So thank you for the feedback. Today, I am so excited to introduce to you a new friend of mine, my very first guest who I have actually met in person. So I'm oh thrilled. <laughs> and her name is Annette Chiape. How are you, Annette? I'm awesome. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It was so great to meet you the last few days. And I really appreciate that. You're incredible. Thank you. So are you. <laughs> Thanks. So I just wanted to let everybody, I'm so excited. I just want to let everybody know a little bit more about Annette because she is remarkable and she's local to me, which is great. So Annette is the artist and author of the Mindfulness Coloring Book Series, Love, Kindness, and Compassion, and the Mental Health Warrior podcast hostess of the Power Hour of Self-Care. Now, Annette, she lives in New Lowell, Ontario, Canada, and in 2010, she was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, from that diagnosis, she altered her life and learned to love herself. Love, kindness, and compassion are beautiful, beautiful works of art that I have seen for myself. I've held in my hand and purchased because I think they are so, so beautiful the messages inside of them just give us hope. And that's really what we want to create um, in the world today. So thank you for making those. Um, Annette also promotes and believes in mental wellness for all and fundraises for the mental health organizations and individuals through donations from her services and products. So a warm welcome to you, Annette. So... How did this all begin? In order for us to really understand where you are today, because I know you're in this incredible place helping so many people, we don't just get over, we don't get there, you know, overnight. So how did this all start for you? What was your journey like? Uh, like, incredible. It, I... The best way to describe it would be in uh, from the age of five until 14. They were very dark years, um, very abuse, abusive years. 
And then from about 14 till I was 29, they were years of just total dependency on love from others. Hmm. And then <clears throat> from 30 until 43, I like breaking things down like this. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was, it was years of, I, I buried myself. It was more dark years. It was not good. And then 43 to where I am today at 55, it's been my enlightenment years. So there, I, it was, it's like a movie, you know, it's been incredible. Can you take us a little bit back to how this all started? How did you, what was the moment that you realized that things needed to change, that you needed to take more, um, that you needed to take more ownership and try to help yourself? Like, what was that like? Like, how did this all, this journey of healing and teaching, how did this all start? Oh, good question. Um, it actually started when I was 43. Like there were periods before that, but at 43, I finally woke up to the fact that I was seriously unhappy, very, I was very ill. I didn't know about mental illness at that time. But what happened was I woke up one morning and was tired of being so sick and tired. Mm -hmm. So, and I always gave and felt like I wasn't receiving anything in return in every part of my life. And I woke up and I basically said I had to stop being afraid to start taking responsibility and to live with the consequences because, oh God, I knew there were going to be some consequences, mm. right? So that's when it all started. My, my journey of waking up to the fact that I was really unhappy, you know, I didn't know previous to that, that you know, life wasn't just like this. And uh, I, I started my journey by walking out on my business, went and slept on a friend's couch, uh, checked myself into uh, therapy. And it, it just kind of took, took off. I didn't look back. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You know, it's, it's hard work, but wow. Um, it's so worth it. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself, you know, and when we're in those times, I find that it's very hard to see clearly, you know, it's hard to, we know that we don't want to feel like that anymore, but it's hard to know what, what will help us come out of that. So how did the coloring books come about? <laughs> well, um, I was, so traumatized that not only had I buried a lot of bad memories, I buried a lot of good memories, like the things I love to do. Mm. So I'd always been passionate about speaking and sharing with others about my experiences and the changes I've made. So I started basically gathering women in my living room and talking to them and letting us just share because I had been attending Al-Anon and Overeaters Anonymous for quite a while. And what happened was that I wanted to be able to reach more people. And so I, I had women over and we shared and we chatted and we talked about what was going on in our lives. And always the same theme came up about 
how unhappy they were with their lives. Hmm. And so I wanted to inspire people. And I thought, how can I do this? So I was coloring in other people's coloring books. And what happened was I thought, oh, I'll take these beautiful images and I'll put a message of enlightenment on with, you know, I suffered from PTSD, I'm a survivor kind of thing, right? But I have a legal background and I wanted to follow up with copyright. So I wrote the people and they never wrote me back. And lo and behold, <laughs> I thought to myself, I can do this. And page after page after page just started to pour out of me. I mean, I, I literally right here still after three books, I, I still have a huge folder. Of wow, <laughs> that is a big folder. So, you know, and I keep drawing. I still draw not as much as I used to, because my passion now is to, to keep promoting the books. But anyhow, so the t-shirt idea went out to the wayside and all of a sudden I had this vision of doing it as a book somehow. And I thought, what a better way. I love to color, I love coloring books. How can I put a spin on this to incorporate the messages plus teaching, plus expressing self-love, healing, all of that kind of stuff. So I wanted to share with the world my view on how I learned to love myself through love, kindness, and compassion for I myself. Yeah, for others and for, for our home, our planet, right? While I you were doing it, as you were creating it, was it not helping you too? Oh God, yes. Yes. It, it pulled me away from being, uh, remember I mentioned earlier about I was always giving yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with giving. Of course, you should, you're the queen of that. And here I was, but it wasn't giving from my heart. It was giving from fear from, oh, I'll do this because somebody, um, I have to impress this person or. Like it's know. expected almost. Yeah. Or? It was almost like I have to do it because that way people will like me. I was doing it for all the wrong reasons and I was not, it wasn't healthy. For me. But I'm glad you noticed that because we can get, we can become resentful sometimes. Oh yeah. I had resentfulness. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then the coloring books, the premises behind all the products I produce to share with the world isn't about um, whether or not, you know, we're, we're giving all the time. It's, a, it's about uh, the coloring books were such a eye opener for me that I'm making these books for me, for me to get my message out, to give those messages to other people and maybe influence one person to, you know, and so forth. I think we all, we're all here to help one another. And it's so great because, okay, so there's so many things I want to tell the audience. So one of the things I learned about you is that you have these little sample coloring books that people can buy but at the mm -hmm. same time I know that you give them out to people you feel really need that extra love that day so I know you have this regular thing where you go out into different villages and towns around where you live and you give out whether it's a card so she also has coloring cards or whether it's you know motivational cards or whether it's these pages out of your book and what kind of reactions do you get from people? Oh, 
the the best ones like there's a range of reaction but the best ones are when like they're all they they like they light up they're so happy they're like oh my god we need more of this in the world and I'm like yeah and they're like this is so wonderful and I love coloring and I'm going to give this to somebody and it, I get 90% of the time it's a very positive reaction right other times you know I might hit the wrong person on the wrong day and they're like no I don't want anything from you <laughs> that's okay too and that that's yes okay. I don't take anything personally <laughs> but you know it's like so when we talk about the ripple effect with giving right so yeah. even if you're giving that to somebody let's say they dislike coloring mm -hmm. and even if they're not going to color yeah. Just the fact that you stopped, it's not always so much what you're giving, it's just that you're giving, right? Yes, it's so, the energy behind it. Yes, and you might be the first person that week that spoke to that elderly person, in, you know, in the, in the road that day, or, yeah. or a teenager that was there and maybe is feeling, you know, is arguing with his friends and doesn't feel safe at home. And, and then a stranger comes along and says, Hey, I see you, you know, you're not invisible to me, whether it's a coloring book or anything, I just feel that the world needs more of that, you know? So thank you so much for, for doing that. And just the fact that they get your artistry in it is just a bonus, right? Because <laughs> it's gorgeous. So, and that thank also you. has which I just visited recently, this beautiful property with a very relaxing and very calming um, greenhouse. She's created this space um, where people can come and color. People can come and read. People can come and paint. They can come and just meditate or, or do anything that they want to do in the space. And, you know, when it comes to coloring books, you know, I love coloring books. And I always think um, even 15 minutes a day can help someone. Like sometimes people are so busy and all these things. And if you're new to self-care, you don't necessarily take the hour or the time that you really need the day or, but even if you take 15 minutes, you know, it's, it's just the sitting down, taking the, the, the physical part of coloring, you know, it's just so calming. Yes. But your space is absolutely beautiful. It just welcomes everybody and it just, it's so peaceful. You can hear the water outside and the birds and we were there and there were some chipmunks crawling, <laughs> going through the property. It was really sweet. But yeah, yeah. so what other types? Yesterday of we had a raccoon visit. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> what type of workshops and things do you offer there if people are interested and if they are local? Oh, um, well, the space is there for anyone to use. Uh, it, it's available to um, relax in and spend time with, with me or without. And the, it's just a basic space that you can rent out. It's going to soon be up on Airbnb is what I'm, my goal is to do, right? Wonderful. And, uh, and then they can rent it out in increments or the whole day or whatever. But as my projects advance, then it'll have more and more facilities for it. But right now it's the bare, bare minimum because it doesn't have a washroom facility. So when people want to visit, they have to come into my home. 
And, you know, you might not get somebody who's so interested in doing that. So at the moment, you can rent it for an hour or two, I would say tops, depending on, you know, your, your needs. Yeah, it's just incredible. You just feel, even if you're not creative, you feel creative in that space. Um, yes. And you can go for walks there. You can do yoga if you like. It's just the atmosphere. Painting. Yes. Yeah, but, there's, there's, I leave supplies in there for people to use. It's all included in their, their rate, right? So yes. you don't have to lug in any paint or brushes or, you know, sketchbooks. It's all there. You can even sit and do a puzzle. Yes, I love that. I might, yeah. I might do that, actually. I love puzzles. I do, too. So one of the things I love about Annette is that she has so much stuff she wants to do and I know that she's going to do it and all of her ideas are going to come true and I'm going to do whatever I can to help her um but honestly it, the more you give the more you want to give because it just makes us feel good so how do you feel Annette for yourself like what would you say would be the biggest gift you gave to you because Earlier, we spoke about how you gave all the time, but you didn't really receive or you didn't let people, you know, give to you. And I'm probably guessing that I'm right when I say that you didn't give yourself a lot of grace and you didn't give yourself a lot as well. So I think you do that now. I think you give to yourself now, which is why I believe, and it's the premise of this show, that that's why you're able to give so much of yourself to other people because you have taken care of yourself. Had you not have done that, I don't think you would have. Well, been you know, the old saying, you know, the old saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would be the biggest gift you think that you gave to yourself that ultimately changed how you saw yourself or how you felt about who you are? Oh, can I make it two part? One for fun yes. and one for the changing of my life? Yes, there's <laughs> there's never just one, you know, it's yes. Yeah. Okay, the first thing for fun was I gave myself a pair of cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> love. <laughs> Good for you. Because I love to dance in them. That's amazing. And look how happy. Just you telling me about it. Like <laughs> glowing. So that's amazing. I love my cowboy boots and I can't wait to get more. Yeah. And the second thing uh, I, that was one of the best gifts I ever gave myself. Uh, I hope I don't get too emotional. It's okay. We get emotional on this show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is the gift of learning how to eat better. Hmm. Yeah. I've been reflecting a lot about that lately. The gift of finally coming to peace with my body has transformed me. Like, um, it, it was a battle my whole life because of my traumas, carrying that baggage of needing to always hide behind something. Mm. right so the gift of learning about how to eat better and how to manage my eating is incredible I, I can't express the joy it gives me because even today <laughs> we were having a french onion soup and I, I i said dad put a little i don't want 
a whole lot of cheese. I just want a little bit of cheese. <laughs> he's like, okay. And he's, he's 89. Like, you gotta meet him. Okay. And he's like listening and helping and he's just wonderful. Anyway, so uh, in the old me that carried around that need to always stuff my feelings with food, mm. it speaks to me now. It's like, oh, Annette, eat less cheese. Oh, Annette, adds. I, I also boiled myself some eggs and, and steamed some broccoli. So I'm like, where does, who's that? <laughs> it's awesome because you, know? you feel better, right? I, I feel, I think that, you know what, um, having an earlier podcast today and now being on your show as well has touched my heart deeply that now I am reaching more people about loving, you know, loving, like you're all about giving. I'm all about loving. And I can't say they're not one and the same, hmm. right? They, you give, you're giving from your heart. I know you are. And so am I, and we're, we can change the world. I hope so. That's the plan, right? Yeah. Even if it's a little piece of the world. Yes. And when you talk about love and giving, it has to be both ways. Yeah. I know we've said this already a few times, but you can never say it too much because some of us don't believe we're worthy of love and to give to ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know that earlier in my life, I did feel like that. I felt very alone. I felt maybe I wasn't good enough. I felt invisible. And that's why it means so much to me when I hear people like you going out and, and making people feel less invisible. And, yeah, you know, when I, when I do speak to people and I meet um, meet people, you know, through the podcast, it really um, makes my heart full because I see and I hear a lot of stories of trend transformation. And no matter what the story was, and no matter what the challenge was that the person had, they always were able to give more once they took care of themselves. You know, yeah. it's just so beautiful, because that is something that can be taught. You know, if somebody is listening mm -hmm. today, you know, you can, and you are worth all of that. So yeah. what kind of, if we talk about kindness and compassion, like in your coloring books, what is it that you want people to know, Annette? Oh my God, let me, I did this <laughs> on my previous podcast, just bear with me. Yes, absolutely. She's okay. Great, isn't she? <laughs> yes. So here we go. This is kindness. I love it. Okay. Now, each of the books have enlightened life messages. So I will randomly pick a page and then I will share with you what this gives to people because you're going to tell me what it means to you. Awesome. Okay. I love it. This is sort of like how I do my spiritual readings. Okay. So this is the one I chose. It says, when we take action and help others without being asked, that kind of kindness opens hearts to joy. Yes. So to me, that says, if you're not doing it from a genuine place, don't do it. It doesn't mean half as much. It means 
I'd like to argue that it means very little if you don't do it from the, from your heart. If you do it because it's expected, you will resent it. Yeah. Because to me, caregiving is, you know, caregiving and giving, it's, it has to be, it has to be genuine. It has to be from the heart because if it's not, you will stop doing it. You know, as human beings, we only do things that feel good usually. And so when you give something from your heart, it always feels good. And then you'll repeat it. Whereas if somebody asks you to do something and you don't really want to do it and you're like, yep. And you say yes to everything, you're going to start resenting that person. And eventually you're going to stop saying yes. You know, mm -hmm. so that's what yeah. that means to me. It has to be genuine. Thank you. That's a yeah. good page. <laughs> <laughs> and it was right on point to what we were talking about. It's amazing. So tell us about your self-love readings, what you offer as well. Oh, the, um, I call them intuitive spiritual readings. And um, they are about self-love because I work with uh, all my teachings from Eckhart Tolle, uh, Susan Jeffers, uh, or Jeffers and um, Louise Hay, um, Don Luis Miguel from The Four Agreements, all of these different types of spiritual books that I have, the literature, they, I offer people a reading from them, which is basically they select the book, they select the page, mm -hmm. I read it to them, and then there's this flow of insight, reflection, and questions, mm -hmm. right? And I somehow am able to, when we're reflecting back and forth, it's almost like whatever was in their subconscious comes forth through the message they receive. It's a message that they've been waiting for. And, and it's, it, it's incredible. I love doing it. I, I don't, it comes to me naturally and it's, I just love doing it. You know, every, everything I do, I put love into. I, I don't, I want people to walk away with a smile and feeling much better about themselves. And, and now, um, I think we were talking earlier how the student needs the teacher and the teacher needs the student. Mm. It's so much like that. It's an exchange of, of intuition and wisdom. It's beautiful. And you know, when I met you in person, it was just like, I could tell that how genuine you were and how you mean everything that you say. So sometimes people will just say, cause it's the right thing to say or the nice thing to say um, yeah. that they wanna help no, I, people. But I genuinely feel that from you and yeah. Awesome. Well, I talk from my heart. I mean, it's, I've had too much previous trauma that where I had to always protect my heart and protect it from others. Now I'm, I'm if I get a negative feedback from somebody because I'm too joyful or happy, it's not my issue. I, I just bless them and move on. I have nothing against anybody. We're all in different levels of our awareness and our, our, our mental well-being sometimes is poor on a day. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get me on a poor day too. Oh, <laughs> you know, just, and I don't hide that. And if people can read me that are that people like, you know, you, you'd know it if I was in a bad mood. I'm, I'm usually like this, 
<laughs> so if you see me down, it's absolutely something that I'm not happy about. Right. Can you tell us a little bit about the podcast that you helped host? Oh, I love the Mental Health Warriors. I, I just recently joined. And I joined after I did um, an interview with Adam, who is the organizer. And um, it's, it's in the UK, right? Yeah, they're based. He's based in the UK. He's ex, he's expanding out. Like I'm the first Canadian that is actually hosting. And I, when he asked me, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I, I of course <laughs> I say yes. And um, I just love it because we talk so deeply and honestly about our own mental journeys. Uh, we share feedback and forth about you know what happened to each other without going into gory details and stuff right but it's a safe heartfelt learning like you learn it you walk away you learn something from these shows mm -hmm. and it's all about ending the stigma surrounding mental health um you know and who every guest that i've heard or talked to has basically said that they've experienced that type of some some somehow some shape or form they've experienced the stigma mm -hmm. myself personally stigma came from myself mm -hmm. and that was a, a deep realization that I thought I could do it all by myself and I couldn't isn't it interesting how we're our worst enemies sometimes like really yeah so interesting yeah. It is. We're human beings. I, I love talking about this, but human beings are so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like I watch documentaries on animals all the time and they're fascinating, but human beings are, if, if, if you let all that baggage of labels go, oh. you know, the ADHD, schizophrenia, um, you know, any label, because we all talk with words and I learned, you know, the power of words through um, Don Luis McGill's explanation of how words are magic. Mm. And they are, they're literally magic. You can either really put a person down or really elevate, um, bring them up. Mm -hmm. And where, where do you go with that, right? Through Mental Health Warriors, I, I host the Power Hour of Self-Care. I so I get people talking about what do you think self-care looks like? And we had a very interesting conversation about it. You know, it's not all bubble baths. And that's what my show today on the Mental Health Warriors with Dale was. It was talking about um, what, it, what is for you? What does self-care look like? And we went into the grid of life. And I explained all about the grid of life to him and, the, and balancing the areas of your life that are important. So Annette, what do you, what does your self-love look like? Oh my God. Uh, I get up usually between some, uh, 5, 30 and 6 every morning, put my coffee on, sit down in color, half an hour. Then I journal three pages every day, just a journal dump. And then I usually play a hand of cards. <laughs> I love playing solitaire. <laughs> And uh, freshen up and then off to, you know, my morning job. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but my self-care doesn't end there. 
and I went into depth with it with uh, Dale today about my self-care is basically checking in with myself. Yeah. How am I feeling? What is my body doing? Am I thinking too much? Am I watching my thoughts? The watch, the watcher and the thinker, you know, um, am I in the present moment? And that's my practice of self-care is always living in the present moment. What do you think your life would look like without it? Oh my God. I wouldn't have Walter in my life. <laughs> Walter's her boyfriend, by the way. <laughs> yeah. My children would not be in my life. Mm. My my life would be if I didn't do the things I do every day like I do now, I wouldn't have the coloring books. I I would not have ever found my passion, my why. Mm. You know, it would be a dark place. I would still be probably in that nightmare of a job as a paralegal and still addicted to whatever I was involved in in the moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it's, that, it's, that's scary, you know? Yeah. But it also goes to show you on the other side, just how much I did to change my life. Right. So, so when that, what advice would you give somebody who's listening right now that hasn't maybe wants to start some self-love for themselves but they're just not feeling like they're worth it because you know it's that's a tough place to be and I know I've been there and I know it sounds like you have as well what's the mm -hmm. first thing that maybe we should tell ourselves you know like I just want people to know that that they are and it doesn't have to be a big thing. It, just allow yourself to maybe feel what you're feeling, whether it's anger or sadness, or don't hide those things, you know? What Do you have any advice for those yeah. people that are? Well, you know, uh, so I see in my mind's eye, hmm. I'm gonna come at this from a backwards way because the message comes out at the end. So I, in my mind's eye, I remember myself in the shower, like sitting in the shower and the water falling and hitting me on my head and I'm bawling mm. because I'm overwhelmed with the feelings. And I thought I was gonna die from this crying spell. And it literally feels like that. But the water was healing. So I instinctively knew I had to get into the shower and have that deep cry and then watch mm. the, the biggest thing we don't do is I think with people who are struggling with their mental health is they're not going inward, right? When you feel joy, we're familiar with that. Like all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. But when we feel sadness, we're, I think it's from our teachings, we're not supposed to feel sad. We're not supposed to feel angry. And we're not supposed to feel this and that, all the negative stuff. It makes us bad people. Or ugly. <laughs> yeah. We're unworthy. I love how you use that word unworthy. No. You know what? Self-worth 
is a lot of work because you got to recognize your bad side, so-called bad, because I don't believe in bad and good, mm-hmm. your negative side, as much as you're looking towards improving your positive side, right? So yeah, my advice is stay in the shower as long as you need, you know, go paint as long as you need, go do something creative as long as you need, because, and and feel those feelings, feel them, go through them, come out the other side, you, we, we can do it, you know, I did it, you did it, anybody, I think with the right um, mindset, make a decision, a choice, it comes down to choice, but you, you know, I I had to be aware that I was on a unhappy first, right, a lot of people don't get to that point where they they finally say I, I am unhappy I need to change my life yeah that's the hard it's step easy. yeah it, it was really easy to stay um where I was mm. once I had that glimpse at the end of the tunnel of being reunited with my children and having a, a man in my life that would love me and I could love him and not be codependent anymore yeah, I, I wanted to go that way. Mm. I didn't want to go back. Thank no. you so much for sharing that with us. You know, mm-hmm. I can feel that moment when you're in the shower and that's, you know, and it's so powerful because I could feel the pain in that moment, you know, and, you know, sometimes it takes a community of people to help us sometimes stay where we're at, Mm -hmm. but it has to come. The wanting of the change has to come from us because nobody is going to come and save us as much as we want that person to come. Because a lot of times we hide the way we're feeling and people just don't know. They can't read our minds if we don't share. Yeah. You know, so it, it is very hard. It is very hard to, to have that first step, but we're all capable of doing it and we should never quit, especially on ourselves ever. Yeah. Ever. You know, it's, it's really difficult. The, the rate of mental illness out there now is, is crazy because of what we've just been through with COVID. Yeah. It was bad before. It's, I, I think it's worse now. You know, I, I hop on to the Canadian Mental Health Association and read the statistics and that from time to time, but it's getting out there in the public and talking to people that you finally realize just every second person I'm talking to, oh, I know somebody who's lost somebody to suicide. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know somebody that is in depression. It, it's the norm now. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because we need to evolve. We, as as human beings not human doings you know this topic comes up over and over again we are human beings why can't we be at peace mm. right why can't we love ourselves and i have to say annette you know when it comes to the canadian mental health association thank you so much for donating the pro, you know some proceeds from your products and your services because it's going to help so many people. And I know that it has helped me in my life. It has helped you in your life. And it's a great organization. Yeah. You know, and so thank you for doing that. 
You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so what's um, next? What's next for you? What are you working? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> like what- uh, I have another podcast. Well, my podcast with the mental health warrior is every two weeks. So mm-hmm. my next podcast is tomorrow. And I'm going to be on with a dear, dear friend of ours, um, Deo, his name. And he is a complete fascinated, fascinating character. <laughs> He's Filipino. And he actually, I think he plays a ukulele. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen him with little guitars. He, he's a musician and he was a talk show host. And he's currently a grandpa. <laughs> Excellent. So, that's what I'm doing tomorrow in the near future. In, in the further away future, I have a uh, mental, here, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. I have this coming out. Now, this is my dummy, dummy one, because I have to, I'm still, it's a work in progress. But this is the tw- 2023 mental wellness calendar and coloring book. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? That's artwork by my clients. Beautiful. So, it's under the same premises of the coloring book, except now it's got artwork, right, from my clients. And at the top, it has a saying about how they felt while they were coloring oh, and I what coloring that. means to them. I love that so much. Right. And then at the back of the calendar, there'll be six additional pages with enlightened messages in them for people to color. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Very nice. So that, that's coming out this September. All right. That's my, that's my deadline to get it actually out in sold for sales in September. That's awesome. And I have, um, I have a poetry book on the go. I have a self-love manual on the go that helps people with their um, uh, learning to love themselves. So uh, where can, um, what, what's your website? Where can we find you and find your products? Oh, uh, www.learntolovemyself.ca. That's my webpage. Love it. Uh, if people want to reach me on my G- Gmail account is the same learned with ED, learned to love myself at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, just search learn to love myself. I'll pop up. And uh, of course, the Mental Health Warriors show is called Mental Health. It's MH Warriors TV, right? So like, subscribe, follow. Yes. Let's get talking, people. You know, remove the stigma. Get this out of us. Let's evolve from mental illness, right? Yeah, and I'm excited because I get to meet Adam on Saturday. Um, yeah. not meet meet, but virtually meet, um, because he's asked me to come on the show. So I'm excited. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. And hopefully, and when, when are we going to Guatemala? <laughs> well, I'm going to plan for those of you who are listening, um, March, April, 2023. I really wanted to go this year, but they still don't have vaccines and it makes me very sad. But I reassure you that I am still in touch with everybody down there and still trying to help in different ways. But absolutely, come COVID or not come COVID, I need to go. So March, April, you are invited, Annette. 
Thank you. Calm down, bring some coloring books. Let's do some fun stuff with the kids down there. Let's yeah. give them some hope, you know, with when, when you look at poverty and how hard they work, um, those people don't have time to dream. They don't no. have time to see beyond the day to day. And that's what I want to offer uh, with coloring books, with the ukulele project, with any of those things that can bring happiness to children and, and say, hey, you know what? It's okay. Life is going to be okay. Yeah. You know, you're going to be looked after. You can have dreams. You can have hope. So that's the whole purpose, right, of what we're doing. So, yeah, we should. Uh, you should come on down and, and help out. I would love to. Yay. <laughs> One more to the list. <laughs> is there anything well, you know my my biggest dream is to take this little dream of greenhouses yeah and make several of them right the little learn to love myself uh shacks or whatever but you know if you don't dream big then you you can't even make something small so it's always <laughs> Why not dream big? <laughs> yes. And I know you want to have them habitable. So people yes. have a transition place between yes. when they leave um, the mental health services and they, they're on their own, right? So they have yeah. a safe place, even if it's just for a short amount of time. When you were telling me about that, it was brilliant. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, I, I used to volunteer a long time ago, in the 90s, I think it was, at um, uh, a place in Mississauga. That was a women's, it was a transitional women's shelter. And I used to look after the children and the, just the way it was put together. I'm like, oh my God, I, I would so love to do this. Oh. Right? And, but I, I have my own vision of it, of how it should, you know, with the greenhouses and the coloring and the art and stuff. It's, it's a dream. I love that. Mm -hmm. so for any of you who live close to Annette and I, um, Annette is having a large fundraiser on June 11th, June 12th. Mm -hmm. And um, can you tell us a little bit about that before we go? Sure. Oh, I have another thing that's on the go too. Uh, the fundraiser. And if anybody local is listening, uh, I'm looking for donations. You can actually, uh, if you're in the neighborhood, set up a table, put out stuff. 100% of the proceeds is going to mental health. and. Um, I'll be there with my coloring books and my father-in-law's whirly birds and <laughs> having a wonderful day. You know, it's gorgeous out here. So that's happening in June 11th and 12th, like you said. And then again in August, uh, the week before the long weekend. Amazing. And uh, I also have a, yes. And I also have a motorcycle ride hosted by myself and the Stein House in Barrie. If you haven't eaten there, you should go. It's absolutely fabulous. And Willie and Ilsa are my uh, dear, dear, dear friends. And I am so grateful for them helping out with the Canadian Mental Health Association too. So we'll be there. That's on May 28th and it starts at 11. That's amazing. Do you ride a motorcycle? I ride on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> I love but it. My, I love but my big dream is to get a, a what do you call it? A spider. Ah. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I want to drive one of those. <laughs> you just have to drive up and see you just to see you on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, I want to get the little wagon and put the books and the cards and then just, you know, travel all over the place and promote love, kindness and compassion and put smiles on people's faces. And- oh my gosh. I love that. There's a yeah. Netflix series. It's called the kindness diaries. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If nobody has ever seen this before I fell in love. And oh, I actually, watch this. yeah. So season one, I don't know if it, you can see it anymore, but season two oh. is definitely out. And it's so beautiful. And I sort of want to do a similar project, but it's about a gentleman who goes out and um, you can tell he's, he's wealthy, but he's not allowed to use any money. And he just, he travels around the world through the kindness of strangers. So nobody's allowed to give him, yeah, nobody's allowed to give him any money. Okay. He has to ask for lodging, lodging, food, gas. So he's on a motorcycle. And he does have one of those side little buckets, you know, and uh, takes people, but it's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And then what he does is at the end of his, you know, he goes for months and months. And at the end, he chooses the people that have touched him the most through their story. And he gifts them something that changes their life completely after, oh my God, after so the project is over. Oh my goodness. My family and I have watched that so many times and I actually want to get in touch with them because it's incredible. I would love to have him come and talk about it, but where do I find that? Just Netflix. It's called the kindness. Oh, Diaries. Yeah. The kindness okay. Diaries. It's amazing. It just makes you feel so much love and you get to see the world in a different place. So Annette, yeah. before we go, is there anything you want to tell the audience? Mm, I just hope that we can inspire the world. Mm. So there was one flash that I had during our chat, and that was um, about the giving part and giving to yourself, others in the environment. You know, we don't give ourselves enough credit, and I, I hope your viewers will reflect on this, but give yourself a little more credit about just how many things in the day that you give right and that you're giving without even thought you know from getting your child up in the morning pat yourself on the back that's a success you know we got to give ourselves a little more credit so that we love ourselves a little more and so that we can keep giving and i i'm so grateful i've met you Oh, thank you so much. I feel the same way. And thank you for that beautiful message to end that. That's a great way to end today's episode because so many times we think giving has to be so big. And quite often like to argue that it's the smaller things that make the biggest difference. You know, things that you don't even realize you're giving naturally. It's just so beautiful. There's so many ways. Yeah, thank you for that message. I really appreciate that. That's beautiful. And I look forward to seeing you again. I'll see you in June. Uh, I'm going to come up for the fundraiser and help out. So that's awesome. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that. And honestly, if you guys like coloring, you don't like coloring, you need to get these books. They support the Mental Health Association. They're beautiful messages. Um, They're really made with love. And I've seen a lot of coloring books and they're pretty awesome. And she's got the cards as well. So if you're looking for a gratitude card or something, and they're so reasonably priced, it's crazy. But um, thank you, Annette, so much for 
taking the time today and for coming and sharing with us and and giving us all your wisdom and showing us that you, you know your life can change you know you can put in the work and come out the other side and i think that message really needs to be heard by more and more and more people in the world today yeah absolutely thank you for tuning in to this week's episode if you enjoyed what you heard please subscribe or leave a review See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.